Hello, and welcome to the Good Leadership Podcast. I'm Paul Botts, CEO and founder of Good Leadership, and co-host on this podcast with my colleague, Kevin. Well, hello, I'm Kevin Sensenick, the Chief Learning Officer with Good Leadership, and the founder of Interaction Dynamics, the Mid-Atlantic Partner for Good Leadership. So, Paul, it's been a while since we've been together. How are things going for you today? Oh, my gosh. Where do I even begin? Uh, yeah, it has been a while. It's been a couple of months, actually. And I, I want to say thank you to everybody who's hung in there. We've been gone for a while, and uh, we're getting back to the regular podcast now. Um, but let's say that the theme of the day is sometimes life just gets in the way, Kevin. That is certainly true. So so now we're back away from that planned and unplanned hiatus time and back on our regular biweekly schedule. Yeah, that's right. If I've learned anything over the last couple of months is that uh, nothing actually goes the way it's planned. So uh, some of you may remember I mentioned that I was on a two-month sabbatical. It was, I had a fantastic but also exhausting trip, and I came back from that trip to sit by my mother's side while she was in hospice. And mm. it was a lot of planned time off and a lot of unplanned time off, but it's really been a wonderful personal growth journey, and I'm excited to talk about it today, Kevin. Yeah, I appreciate that, Paul. I, I must say, I, I know it's been a very emotional time for you and a challenging time in many ways, but I think I really appreciate is the tone that you set through this and how you've led with goodness and really been a role model for others of us to understand how we deal with difficult personal and professional situations and handle it with grace and dignity. So thank you for that example. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, time off is um, always a good thing. Sometimes it doesn't happen the way you want it to. Well, you're right, Paul, and it really is kind of those dog days of summer now as we kind of wrap things up from our summertime and prepare for the fall. And so there's that pressure, I think, for many of us to get in those last-minute uh, times away and recover from the summer and really be prepared well for the fall. I, I know my team's been doing a great job throughout the summer of blocking my Fridays for time out and some time away, and it's been healthy. It's been good in some ways, challenging in others as things hit. And I think everyone faces that as leaders sometimes. Well, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. You need to take time off. But one of the things I think is important for us to discuss is the difference between a vacation and a sabbatical. And the way I think about a sabbatical and the way we talk to our clients about it is it, it's a time of self-exploration where you really think deeply about what is restorative for you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you and I are roughly the same age. I mean, I'm 59 and I'm looking at 60 and I have a long time horizon. I, I want to keep working for a long time. I'm not one of those 62 and a half or those 65 guys. Right. And I've had, um, had to do some thinking about how much time do we need to take off? What is restorative and how does that work? And because honestly, it would be silly to take as much time off as I took and come back into the same exact rat race. Yeah. And so you've got to think deeply about, you know, how do you process stress? What helps you restore? And my trip just did not go as planned, to, to, to say the least. Sure. Paul, I really like that distinction you made between time off and restorative time away. I, most executives I talk to are excited about their time off, but it's always a pressure leading up to it. And then it feels like a pressure coming out of it. Like, all these things on my plate when I come back, how do I deal with all of this? And I, I didn't get time to do enough on my vacation. So I think you're right. We need to think differently about time off and restorative time away. I like that distinction a lot. So when we do these podcasts, you and I think about what is the teachable moment that we can help people be better leaders. And in this particular case, uh, there's two things I want to talk about. Um, because my time away wasn't all that relaxing. 
I've, I've got two thoughts here. The first one is you get out of life what you put into it. Mm-hmm. And so part of my time away had some adventure travel, but then also recognizing that life happens for you and not to you. Hmm, interesting. So yeah, to get, get back to our real story here, I was scheduled to take the entire summer off in 2020. Okay. Our firm was 10 years old. And my wife and I had talked about it for a long time. And then the world happened. It happened for us. And so many wonderful things happened at Good Leadership into my life because of the pandemic. It also delayed this vacation that we had planned. It was a church group that was going to go. Well, eventually this church group went in 2022. We did a cultural arts tour of Central Europe that included the Passion Play in Oberammergau. We did a river cruise uh, from Germany all the way down to Budapest, Hungary. And then eventually we flew to Istanbul, Turkey and spent another week there. Wow. So it was adventure travel. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, I gave a speech in Hawaii the day before I met my friends in Munich. So I flew all halfway around the world, 13 time zones in 29 hours to catch up to my friends. So nothing like put a little pressure in front of the vacation to get some things done before you got some time away. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. So when we got home, we were anything but rested. Sure. So the the curveball in all this is that uh, my mother, 85 at the time, uh, we learned shortly before we left that her heart was failing. And I had a conversation with my sisters that said, no matter what happens, we're not coming home because it's so hard to predict. Right. So immediately after we got home, uh, within 12 hours, my wife and I had visited my, my mom in hospice. Mm-hmm. And so we were sitting there talking about her end of life, 10 or 12 hours after coming back from this fabulous adventure. Wow. I underestimated how difficult that was. So for the next two and a half weeks, as my sisters and my wife and I sat next to my mother as uh, she was passing away, there were just so many things that went through my mind, so many life lessons and things like that. It was, it was a really powerful experience. So what really stands out to me, Paul, as you share the story in this format is that it was a planful time away for you. Even though there were some things that were unplanned in that time, you made it a point to plan the time away. And I think many of the executives that I work with, from a coaching standpoint, don't look at it as a planned time away. Yeah, they get vacation time with their family, but they're not planful into the future saying, this is why this time away is important to me and so restorative. They either don't manage their calendar very well. They feel like, well, there's too many things that are more important. They feel like they're just too indispensable or some just don't want to let people down. And so I think your framing of that is, you know, we get out of life we put into it is as much to do with our life experience as our leadership experience. Yeah. And in hearing you say that, um, I'm realizing I left out a key part of the story. My wife and I actually had 11 days off to physically get prepared to take yeah. this amazing trip. And we both got COVID. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah, um, I got it first, she got it second. Uh. And we left on our trip the day after she got through her period of quarantine. So we started this amazing trip exhausted. Yeah, yeah. And so thinking we would have another 10 or 12 days on the end to kind of recover, we were participating you know, with my sisters as we were watching my mom die. And so uh, an amazing experience. And um, I think I'm really grateful. Uh, this probably gets back to the um, the other leadership lessons here. Um, I'm really, really grateful that we have such a good team here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you included. Yeah. Um, you covered for me. You 
you ended up flying out to San Francisco and doing a client event that I couldn't do. I just, I couldn't have done it physically or emotionally. And that was just one of maybe 25 things that the team jumped in to do for me in a time when I was supposed to be back and fresh. And so, you know, investing in your team is never a bad idea, Kevin. Well, I think, again, you've talked earlier about, do you extend that trust your team to step forward and fill in those gaps? And in those challenging situations, we see how they rise to that challenge. Uh, but that takes confidence as a leader. That takes comfort as a leader to say, yeah, I can't be there doing that, but I know it will go as well as expected for the client when I step back and allow the team to fill that gap. And I, you know, I reflect on that element and the other piece of how you plan the lead into your time away and the lead out of your time away. Again, many people I talk to, it's a rush to the last possible minute to get as many work things in as possible before they leave. And then as soon as they're back, right back into the fray, and they don't seem refreshed. They don't seem excited. They don't seem like they're re- utilizing that time away to rejuvenate and refresh. Rather, it's one more thing I have to manage. You know, I, I just did a post on LinkedIn recently about the need to take time away as an executive to rejuvenate. It was the most liked post I've had all year. It was amazing. People seem to resonate with that topic and that concern. So I think what we're talking about today is very timely, Paul. Well, particularly now, um, I, I think I've talked about this in the past, but I confirmed this with one of our chief human resource officer clients who have a big company, and I just simply asked him, would you go back into your records and look, mm-hmm. uh, can you find any other period in time in the history of PTO where people have taken more time than now? And yeah. he's like, that's really interesting. And he went back and checked, and yeah, um, in their particular situation, 18% more than any other time because people have this pent-up wanderlust that was created by COVID. And also we're tired. Yeah. It, things have been wonky for two straight years. And I think for me, the push pull in this was, you know, we made the time to rest before this adventure travel and to rest afterwards. And in both situations, it was taken away from us. And so my wife and I were, we had some great conversations about not being bitter and about making sure that we really did find out why this was happening for us. And I think the best message here is our message about good leadership is it's a team sport and that nothing significant ever happens alone. My unexpected time off was super easy to explain, especially to anybody who's lost their mother before. Sure. So I had no choice but to let go and trust that everybody would fill in. And particularly as a founder, everyone's heard of founder syndrome in consulting firms. Uh, Eventually, the founder becomes the reason they don't succeed. Mm -hmm. And so I had a chance to really watch you and the rest of the team pull together. It was an extraordinary experience, and I'm really grateful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, founder's experience is very real. I think also senior leaders often kind of embrace that same mentality. Uh, And they kind of look at it as, I need to solve all this for the team rather than allowing the team to help me solve some of these things. So just a really good insight there, Paul, for us to reflect on as leaders. Are we allowing the space for our team to grow and learn and step forward and do amazing things? Or do we feel we need to control every aspect of what happens every day? Yep, I certainly saw that. Yeah, I'm going to reflect back also on something that I come back to and I mentioned earlier. You know, you talked about planning that time in and time out of the sabbatical period. And you said both of those are kind of taken away from you. And you had to work on not being bitter with that. But part of that also is 
what would have happened to that time away had you not had the planned lead-in time and planned exit time? So had you been only planning the two or three weeks of the actual trip and then gotten COVID and then come back to the situation you came back into, how would that reframe the whole of the trip, I think? You shared some real excitement and enthusiasm about how the trip went, what you gained from that. I'm not sure if that would have been the same experience if you not had a way of dealing with the pre in active uh, the pre-situation and the follow-up situation. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, it, it, it certainly is. And I think that's the difference between vacation and sabbatical. Yeah. So on a vacation, you leave as early as you can, and you come back as late as you possibly can, and you stumble into the office on Monday morning. Right. I mean, who hasn't done that? <laughs> right. But if your goal is to be restorative, you can't do it that way. Yeah. And this is the second sabbatical I've taken, and I, I was better at this one than I was the last. I'll be better at the future sabbaticals. And because I I can't emphasize enough, it's all about who do you want to be when you grow up and how long do you want to continue doing what you're doing? The more we age, the more time we need to take off, mm-hmm. period. Mm-hmm. And so I think you have to become artful at that restorative time off. Yeah, I relate that a little bit to a client I'm working with right now. And several members of their senior leadership team this summer have taken two weeks away at one time versus one week away at a time. And it's been amazing the follow-up conversation I've had with them coming back. Certainly, they were saying things like, boy, I wish I had even another week of this. It was wonderful. But to your point, not being rushed back into the office the following week, exhausted and tired, has been a big difference for them. And so Mm -hmm. all of them have actually said to me already, I'm doing this again. I've never taken two Mm -hmm. weeks off at one time. I'm doing that again. That was the most restorative I've felt coming out of a vacation ever in my career. So I think you're really onto something here about that longer period and that more restorative element than just time off or time away. Yeah, so these podcasts are all based on this idea that we uh, crescendo towards uh, some success habits that can be taken out of these podcasts and these lessons learned. And one of the things that I've been thinking about in terms of structural and relational, structurally, I think, you know, Telling people far in advance and taking longer periods of time off is not only good for you, but it's really, really good for the team. They get a chance to prepare. They understand that there is a longer runway where they're actually in charge of things. And I think it creates a higher level of ownership over the job that is just not the same if you're only constantly taking three and four day weekends. It just, it's not the same. And so I think that, you know, we'll just use the word, the framework of two weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks creates better separation for everyone. And a lot more clarity on wh- who needs to take ownership over stuff than, than one week. Sure. Yeah. And then from the relationship side of things, this cannot be overstated. Good leaders let people into their lives. You role model that it's a good thing for performance, for growth, for everything, for accountability, that people know what's going on in each other's lives, both personally and professionally. And if I lived like a closed book, it would have been much, much more difficult to say, hey, guys, I can't really explain this right now, but I need another two weeks off after I just took seven weeks off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So people were following along in the most loving and helpful ways. And it just shows that when you invest in each other's lives, it's just better. It's better for the team. It's better for the business. And it's better for everybody involved. Mm Mm-hmm. So let me just recap those 
success habits. I think they're really critical elements to think about as leaders. And so what I heard you say there is structurally, it's actually using your calendar to plan your time away and not just let it happen to you. Mm-hmm. And then relationally, it's investing your team personally and professionally so they feel that confidence to step forward and be a part of helping you win together. Yes. And I think maybe I'll conclude my part of this podcast with something that my mom said all the time. And I didn't really understand it very well until the very end. And so she probably said to me a hundred times over the last 10 years of her life, uh, let go and trust. Mm -hmm. Let go and trust. And so when I finally decided what I needed to be doing was to be sitting by my mom's side at the end of her life, that that was more important than anything else I could do. I let go and I trusted that the team was going to follow in behind and it absolutely worked in beautiful ways. So I'm going to loop back to that opening comment you made about life happens for you and not to you. And I think what your mother shared with you actually summed up nicely. And I think in that, you've shared a lot with me around the goodness you received from your mother. And I think that's the way she shared it with you to the very end. And helps you live that goodness through her through her life, which is amazing. Well, I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure she's smiling at us right now, Kevin. Yeah, excellent. So with that, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We love these conversations about good leadership, and we can't wait to keep talking more about leading and coaching teams. We certainly hope you enjoyed today's episode, as always, and we look forward to hearing from you. Maybe your thoughts from today's conversation, or things that you'd like to hear us talk about in the future. Uh, So please reach out to us at info at goodleadership.com. That's I-N-F-O at goodleadership.com. So until next time, remember, good leadership is a team sport, and it's our intention to help you build the team that helps your dreams come true. And make it a great day. 